What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to Girl and Mother-in-law. Oh my goodness. Gotta change it up a little. I mean, listen, I I followed you. I followed your lead. (laughs) Happy fucking Monday. Oh, again? Happy Monday. This podcast makes it feel like the weeks just go so fast. Oh my God, it's Monday. Tomorrow I should be getting my procedure for my back. Fun. Yeah. Good. I'm supposed to get tested for COVID again before, (gasps) and they haven't called me yet. So I think maybe I'll go make a phone call. Yeah. Make sure. It'll probably come today. What come? Oh, the phone call. The phone call to say you have to go get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it's Monday again. Don't you feel like I I was just like, oh, it's Monday. Happy Monday. Let's have a good week, everybody. And you know what's crazy? When I put up the episode this morning, I'm like, happy Monday, everybody. And I'm like, uh, today's fucking Thursday, Jerry. We rhymes. <laughs> Everybody's it's, like, uh. I'm so confused. What are you guys talking about? I never know the days anymore, so uh, it's fine. Why, I have to look at my phone. Yeah, seriously. Or ask Google. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Google, what's today? Google's my best friend. <laughs> oh, Anyways, man. happy fucking Monday. Are we ready for a bomb-ass week, everybody? I know I am, even though it's Thursday for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hyped with weekend? you guys. How was your weekend, everybody? <laughs> Hope you had a great one. Wow, that's crazy. Ours was so fun. Yet. <laughs> Ours was so fun. <laughs> Not that weekends matter anymore. They really don't. We had a good couple of days with the boys' birthday. Yes, yeah, so nice. we celebrated Amani and Zane's birthday. Zane rented a really cool car. It was fun. We had a nice pool day with the fam. How crazy was the launch? I didn't get to talk to you about it. The what? When did he launch you in the car? Oh yeah, dude, the butterflies. It yeah. feels like you're on a roller coaster. I told Zane, I said, you know, like my old car, like it just brought me back to those days. Yeah, I, mine was a stick though. Uh huh. So I said, although I love driving stick, don't get me wrong, it's just it's so different driving a stick. But feeling that and not have to like just hit the pedal versus like shift through your gears. I was always opposed to that. And then, like, just being in that car yesterday made me, like, wow. Oh, so you would consider instead of a stick then? (gasps) It was not. It was just, it was was a nice drive. Well, Zane always used to say that, too. Not stick. Not stick's more fun. Stick is definitely more fun. Mm -hmm. But this was, like, a different car. Because this was more, more like, like Mm supercar-ish, right? So it was not, like. It was, like, like, a 2020 Corvette. It was so nice. It was very nice. And the the engine in the back, it it was very, very different. I've never driven in a car that had the engine in the back like that. So to me, it was a whole new experience. Yeah. Sitting in those seats made me feel like I was, like, in, um, like, being hugged the whole time. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, it feels like the seat's hugging me. Yes. Like, it was so nice. Mm-hmm. It was an experience for sure. Like yeah. his, it was his birthday, his experience, but we all got to experience, yeah. experience it. Aaliyah came back and her look on her face was like, <gasps> that was fun, mom. Yeah. I told Zane, I'm like, like, roller coaster. I'm like, we can get one one day. I'm like, Absolutely. we're going to own a house together. Why can't we own a car together? Why not? What's yeah. The difference? I told Zane too. Uh, he said, you know, Ma, I like signed up and he's like, I'm going to definitely do this again. He goes, and I, at, no, like he was talking about like in the future, he goes, this is like an, it's within reach. Right. It's not like a half a million dollar car. So And they have a rewards program too. Yeah, but he was saying like maybe in the future he'd buy a car like this, right? So I was like, oh, good. Then maybe I'll drive it. He goes, oh, the next time I rent it, I could put you down as a driver. You could drive it. And I'm like, bet. 
Like I'm there. Sure. I am so in. <laughs> I was telling him, too, I'm like, we should do for our anniversary, me and you. We'll just drive around. Oh, that would be so cool. Right? Because I, be I wouldn't do it for my birthday because it's in February. It would just be like cold and maybe snowy yeah, yeah, and icy. Yeah. But I'm like, October? End of October? It would be you nice. Guys just do it. Go around. Rent yeah. a food day. Yeah. Take I'm like, turns. that could be fun for us to do. Yeah. Something to do. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I told Zane, I'm like, sometimes on your birthday, you're like, all right, we're going to go to dinner. And then it's like, it gives you something to do all day. You know what I mean? Rather than like, I don't know. I it's, agree. It's like a plan to have. I agree. You just get to it's cruise nice. around. And yesterday I, I told I told you that there was just another death in our area. And when we were all talking about this, like I said to Zane, I'm like, this is exactly what we have to do. We have to live in every moment. And just love and, like, really appreciate the moments. Like, Zane yesterday made memories that are going to last, last him a lifetime. Going out to dinner, doing the traditional things. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's all nice. But you have to do shit in the moment not now. Not keep putting off. Because you never know. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, right? So you're saying so, we should, like, go buy one right just, now? Yeah, just go buy it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it really is. I mean, ever since having this injury, I've learned that, not to put things off because there's things on my bucket list that I don't think I'll ever be able to do now that I regret not doing sooner. So you're so like, fucking do it all. Do it now. Yeah. yeah. Rent that car, drive that car, take, make it the experience, make those memories. And don't worry. Like everything will always work out. Yeah. Right. So don't worry about that bill right now. Go out, treat yourself, do something that you wanted to do. Check it off your bucket list and get, get moving. Mm-hmm. Like just do it. We're living now. We're breathing now. Do it now. Oof. You know? Do it. Yeah, so it was beautiful. I am so incredibly proud of all of my kids, but Zane and Amani, I mean, just men. Like, I have young men now. and I know, huh? How weird is it to look at them and see so them all? so crazy. Like People on my video were like, wait, Zane has a twin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, or when Imani. I posted Amani's um, picture on my Instagram story, so many people were like, oh my God, I thought this was Zane. I had to take a double take. Oh my god! Really? See, yeah. and I don't see them like that either. I, I guess, think they're similar because they yeah, both have similar, the beard and the hair. Yeah, they're I guess. Like, yeah, I, they were like, I thought James got a haircut. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. my babies—they're grown ass men now. Growing up in this world, still my babies, but yet they're grown ass men. You know, <laughs> and it's crazy because I—I always like put on their birthdays like a couple of pictures, like when they were like little, little, and then like when they were grown up and stuff. And it's like every picture I look at, it's like it takes me back to that moment and to just all those memories in that moment are just like wow you know you know what i'm talking about like you see something and you or you hear a song and it, it brings triggers you, all the yeah thoughts, it triggers yeah. all that but it was just like as i was posting and looking through all these memories it was like damn do you have any like um so much vhs's i do Oh, I think we did talk about yeah, this. We were scared about to wanting yeah. to. Yeah, I definitely do. I mean, I don't have many, and unfortunately, a lot. Uh, it's like Zane has. I have a gazillion pictures of Zane, and then Amani has. Eh, and then Aaliyah has like none. Because it was your first. A because he was my first, and I was not working at the time. Right. B because it went digital. Yeah. Like before, I would have to like take a picture, bring it, get developed. I had pictures. Everything was digital after that, but yeah. then I would lose. My computers would crash. I would lose all that memories. So I did miss out on a lot of them in that sense, you know? Like a lot of the pictures I've lost. Mm-hmm. Um, the VHS, yes, I want to try to get them. 
That's one. You thing. might as well I'm try. Actually, I'm going to write it actually right yeah. now in my book. Might as well try. You just get it. Get them into DVDs. Yeah, or even like on a SD card kind of thing. Like, right. I, I don't know, you know what they can do nowadays. I don't know, but I don't even know where you would go. And whatever quality it is, at least I have it. You know, right? Like, rather than it just sitting on a VHS that mm-hmm. might get old and break anyway. Yeah, it was on the little tiny ones that you would put in the VHS, mm. and it would stretch the thing. Yes, it was that. Yes. Oh man, I would love to see videos. That's why I'm so excited for like us to start like a family and stuff. Like amazing, I'm gonna have so many fucking memories. Of course, everything is. I mean, your whole entire life since you've been 17 to now, you have recorded not your whole life, but all the. But I can look back to when I was 17 years old. Yeah, and to me that's amazing. And it's like to have. I mean, you have your memories, but to have it. But I don't remember shit. You know. There's so many things that I don't remember unless I look back at the video and I'm like, oh shit, I forgot that happened. Like we could go back to like when we went to the Yankee game. I have that whole day wow. filmed. When we went to Bushkill or when we went go to old Zane's old shows, like behind the scenes of us like driving there and stuff. Like I have so many memories. I, mean, I don't know why I'm crying right now, but I'm crying. You're crying? I'm crying. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I- I'm just emotional because... Um we're talking about my kids and growing up and the memories and the camera and the pictures and stuff like Happy that. Happy tears? Happy tears. Emotional. Yeah. Because I did miss out on a lot, you know? But anyway, all right, shut up, Jerry. <laughs> Stop it. Listen, so the boys' birthday was great. <laughs> yeah. Anne Marie and Al were here. We had just a nice time, a couple of drinks. Sissy came. She's fucking hysterical. Love her. <laughs> Love her new tattoo. Oh, my God. I got the privilege of seeing it. <laughs> my sister got a new tattoo below her chest. It's, it's not really so like- nice. Somebody in our group posted a picture recently, and your sis, uh, sissy said maybe she would do that, too, where, it, you know, because where she has it and then goes out under. Somebody mm-hmm. just posted it, and it's—I remember going, holy shit, it's beautiful. Like, yeah. if I ever had a body— <laughs> Yeah, but she doesn't really wear anything that it's going to show. Uh, so she just did it for herself. No, I know, but I'd be too embarrassed to lay on the table the way I am right now, <laughs> But My sister don't care. So, She's like, titties out to the wind. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> it was just so beautiful. Yeah, Sissy. she did like Fuck a lotus it. flower with like beautiful. pieces under her boobs. Sissy was beautiful. Thank you for that, by the way. Kind of like highlighted my day. As soon as we said we where the, the tattoo was, Jerry's like, I want to see. Uh, let's go. On, let's go to the bathroom. Took Sissy. her into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. No, and then Sissy was like, yeah, I heard. Here, touch here. Like meaning for me to touch there. Like how sensitive, but I'm touching her. <laughs> She's like, feel she's on like, yourself. She's like, no, no, I met you. And I'm like, no, no, I meant, I mean, I know you meant me, but why not crop a, cop a feel, crop, cop a feel. That's fucking funny. Uh, My sister yeah, loves was, tattoos. Yeah. It was really nice seeing everybody. Yeah, and, it was nice. Um, Had some good food. It's hard to rain while we were in the pool. Which sucked, but it was, it was nice because we were in there for a while and it was yeah. just, yeah. And the boys wanted Popeyes, so we oh. just ordered a shit ton of Popeyes. Dude, there's something about Popeyes, man. And uh, it's just yeah. so good. Cake. So food was good. Company was good. Cake was good. And then we all fucking went night night. I know. I'm like, we're all, <laughs> we're all getting so old. We're all like nine o'clock. We're like, okay, we're tired now, right? Then, yeah. Everybody's it was like, tired, oh, we're right? gonna party. Double mm-hmm. birthdays. <laughs> 
Let's party. No. What the fuck? It ended up being fucked up for me because I ended up having like um, a brand deal due. It was like long story, but it was busy work few days for me. So I'm like, fuck, of course. On like the days. Of- also, Zayn was renting the car early in the morning and I knew I had to bring my car there. So I was like, I don't want to get too fucked up and, and have be a hangover and stuff yeah. like that. But I did I feel crappy at night. a little bit more. Drinking. Yeah, we always can though. It doesn't yeah. have to be a birthday. You know, we, need we no talk reason. a lot of shit. We do. <laughs> we always talk about all this and all that. I think the last time I had a drink other than their birthday, and I only had one because the medicine was already messing with me. Yeah, so we couldn't have gotten so, drunk. We couldn't have done more. Yeah. Use your medicine. Hopefully after this uh, yeah, we'll have to pick a better day. procedure, I'll feel a little bit better. Yeah. Be able to take a little less meds. Mm. Be able to enjoy myself a little better. Yeah. Emails. If you're new here. And you have never sent us an email. Make sure you fucking do. We want to hear from you. Oh, send she's it to, a poet. And, and she I didn't, didn't even, even know it. it. <laughs> send it to agamilpodcast at gmail.com. That's A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. If you're scared you're going to fuck it up, you can just go to our Instagram page and hit the little email button. It's very simple. It pops up the email and you can just send it right away, right from there. So today mm. we're going to be doing some general advice questions from you guys. Woohoo! Ready, spaghetti? Ready, spaghetti. Firstly, I'd like to say thank you guys for everything you do. You really make a difference in the way of my life. Oof. It's a lot of responsibility. It is a lot of responsibility. (laughs) Um, I've been a fan for four years and I started your and started on your YouTube channel, and I'm so thankful for this podcast. I'm writing all the way from Alberta, Canada. Well, Thank you so there. much for listening. Yeah. I need some advice on my relationship. My boyfriend, sorry. I need some advice on my relationship. My boyfriend and I have been together since we were 17 and we're 21 now. The first bit of our relationship was so good and almost perfect, but we were so young. I went through a lot as a kid and I was wasn't forced to be very independent and I moved out at 18. I'm not very thankful for it because I'm proud where I am today. My boyfriend, on the other hand, has been babied his whole life and doesn't understand the value of money and independence, so we're constantly arguing. We have talks at least once a week since January about bettering us and it just hasn't worked. Every time we talk and come to a conclusion on what we need to do, there is no action whatsoever on his end. He says I don't love him and he doesn't see everything I do for him. Since COVID, he's been going through it because he has no job and no motivation to do anything and it's really affected us, especially since I I'm on I'm the complete opposite. I'm anyways, I'm really tired of going through the same issues over and over again and nothing is coming out of it. We've had issues since January when he was wasted and accused me of cheating with his best friend, which is insane because we're all very close. He ruined a lot of the walls he built with his friends. And, but also his mom pays all his bills when he can't afford it and maxed out credit cards and just wasn't smart. We just had a huge fight and he told me to break up with him and then stormed out. 20 minutes later, he said, I'm sorry. We're, to- we're walking on the edge of toxic and I don't know what to do anymore. Our lives are so connected with our friends and family. I know I deserve so much more, but he just won't give it to me. I also haven't given you all the details because I could go on forever, but I hope this summarizes it. Thank you. Sorry, it's long. Probably doesn't make any sense. Love you both, Anna. Sorry, I feel like I fucking butchered that one. I think he did fine. Um, Sweet girl. She knows Sweetie it. Sweet girl. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know it. You know what you need to do. You've had the conversation several times. Once a week you said at least that you have this conversation, you come to a conclusion, and nothing has changed. I think by you staying 
there and not reacting on his lack of change, you're enabling him. You're like letting him not do anything because he's getting away with not doing anything. He has mommy to help. He he has everybody to back him up. I think you need to just cut your ties. And it's sad because you do have a history, but at the same time, what do you want your future to be like? You know, mm-hmm. you want somebody who's going to motivate you and to be motivating, not to just sit on their accepting hand, expecting and, and accepting both of handouts and let mommy pick up all the pieces mm-hmm. and not have any form of responsibility and stuff like that. I mean, that's like, that's not a good trait to have, mm-hmm. you know? I think I said this in the last episode for some reason too, but don't stay in a relationship that you're not happy in just because of the connecting factors of friends and family. Like, mm-hmm. you'll it'll always work out. And, like, if you're staying in a toxic relationship just because of the friends and family connection, you're going to end up being miserable. Yeah, I did that. Just because you loved the family and the friends. Or, or that, that was, like, an email we read last episode where, like, the girl was like, well, all of our friends are friends and we're couples and this and that. And it's like, but at the end of the day, like, you got to do what's best for you. For you. Yeah. yeah and, like, everything else will fall into place. Yeah, I've done that. it twice. Mm-hmm. My engagement with um, Dave and my marriage to Sid, I missed their families, both of their families, terribly. Yeah. I was their family. Right. They were my in-laws. They were my nieces and nephews. You, know, you I can't let them that all. make you stay in but the terrible relationship. But I wasn't going to stay in either one of those relationships. Yeah. And looking back, I'm sure I missed them, but it was the best thing I did, yeah. you know, both times because I didn't. I know I deserved better. And as hard as it was to leave and lose connection with some of those family members, it was absolutely the best thing for me. So, yes, you have that bond. Yes, you have those relationships. But at the end of the day, you have to be – you have to advocate for yourself, right? You have to be your number one fan and learn from it. You know, like – Hey, I deserve better and put your foot down. And if he doesn't, you know, maybe say one more time. Hey, listen, we've had this conversation a million times. You're not making change. I'm on the verge of walking out. I'm not threatening you. It's I'm going to follow through with it if you don't change. You know, if you want to have that last conversation, give him give him an ultimatum. Like, please make a change. Make our relationship, you know, give me what I need out of this relationship. Appreciate what I give into the relationship. Otherwise, I'm out of here, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you I think, think it's you even worth another conversation, Liz? Or um, the nice part of me says yes, but also the other part of me sees all the toxic traits and is like, I don't think if you've had multiple, multiple conversations once a week, she's saying they have conversations, check ins, yeah. and nothing has changed. Then I don't see the point of another conversation. You know what I mean? Like. If the conversation has already been had literally once a week, that's a lot of conversations and trying to fix things. And the fact that he threatened the relationship is not good, in my opinion. Like, Zane and I have that boundary where we don't say, you know, I'll break up with you or you should break up with me. Or, like, we just don't really say that because it's, like, I don't know. It's just, like, a negative, nasty thing to say. Like, um, like, like, yeah, like, just threatening the relationship is, like, not a good sign. You know what I mean? Like, it's either forever or you break up, you know? So, like, why threaten it if you're you're planning on working on it? It's like a um, kind of like a fishing for, like, no, don't break up with me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like a fishing for that. So, um, I don't know. Anyways, that's a rant in itself. But, and then 20 minutes later, he said that he's sorry. He accused you of cheating with his best friend. It just seems like, I don't know, maybe his head isn't in the right space right now and you aren't right for each other in this moment. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I think you'll know think, what to yeah. do. You'll know what to do when you hear. I think what when we people say. write in, I think they know. I think yeah. they know at that point, and I think they just want to hear it, hear it mm-hmm. from people who don't know. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, I love that they look to us. <laughs> yeah, we wish you the best. Yeah, Send us an update if you want. Okay, I'm going to do my best here, boys and girls. <clears throat> I'm emotionally unavailable. Help. What's poppin'? Listen, Jerry. I wanted to say I am obsessed with your podcast and the both of you. Thank you. Thanks. You guys give such great advice, which is why I'm writing now. I'm 23 and I just graduated from college with my bachelor's degree. During school, I got very depressed with social and the social anxiety I had as a kid came back and it got really bad. I feel like my anxiety keeps me from connecting with people on deep levels. I'm constantly overthinking and overanalyzing situations, which stops me from living in the moment. I Also, I find it really hard to let people get close to me because as a kid, my mom never respected my boundaries and would tell everyone all my secrets and no. personal business. So now I've learned to... This is just what we were talking about. Mm. So now I've learned to not tell anyone anything personal about me because in my response, in my experience, it made it will be made fun of or used against me in some way. I really need some advice on how to not be so closed off because now I am only because now I only trust and rely on myself and I'm extremely lonely. Even though I have a cousin who's my best friend and two other friends who are great, I feel terrible because they haven't done anything for me not to trust them and I want to be able to be fully open with them but I just don't know how I've only uh, <clears throat> excuse me I've only ever had surface level relationships with anyone I meet and I always felt like an outsider in my own life I watch people around me easily get close to people and I feel like something is wrong with me because I can't any advice on how to make real connections with people and let yourself fully trust them thank you in advance okay love you bye here are some pictures because, Jerry, I know you love the visual. The first picture. Okay. Okay, pictures. This is hard because I struggle with this myself. Oh, so do I. <laughs> you know, so um, let's see if I would give myself some advice. Um, this is like in a relationship if somebody did you wrong and then you start dating somebody else and you don't trust them. It's like not fair. You know what I mean? Right to that person so take that into friendship level it's like if somebody did you wrong in a friendship or you feel like you should be really closed off on the next friendship I would definitely put a guard up I don't think there's anything wrong with that I would get to really know somebody make sure that you can feel like you trust them before Before you say something yeah like and and if you're like you know what I really feel like I just want to be open with this person and it feels natural it feels right then I wouldn't I would give them the benefit of the doubt and you know like don't let one bad person in your life make you feel like all the friends you're going to make after that are like going to be not trustworthy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's hard to put yourself out there though. For sure. I mean, yeah, I've become closed off too now. Not closed off, but I, um, rather than being an open book right away, I want to like get to know people more and like, you know, like feel like I can trust them rather than just like spewing my shit right away. Like, See, and I still, I, I still do that. I still spew all of my shit. Oh, I and know. It's horrible. I like, know. I want to be sort of like how she is, where she's a little, she's got that wall. Like, I, there's got to be a middle ground. And I think your gut is going to be what you need to rely on. Exactly. So I think 
you don't necessarily like to be me where you spew your every single everything in your life to somebody within the first five minutes. But at the same time, I think somebody who's given you, like Alyssa said, no reason not to trust them, I think you need to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think you can open up to people like that, mm-hmm. you know, slowly, you know, however your gut feels. Like Alyssa said, Alyssa said, like, if you feel comfortable, just let it happen naturally. Mm-hmm. It's This is a hard I I think it's because we were just talking about this. That's what we were saying. We should have an episode about this. And I didn't realize. I didn't either. Um, But this is hard because you want to um, form relationships that are open and, and deep. And yeah. but at the same time, because of her history, because yeah. of what her mom did to her, like I understand. But I think take it person by person. Person by person and absolutely one billion percent, I think, trust your gut. Like Alyssa yeah. and I were talking, like it seems like as we're talking, we're like, Oh, shut the fuck up. I think that's like your gut. And I think Alyssa and I have this problem <laughs> where we need to learn how to listen to what our gut is telling. So if you start talking to somebody and you're you're, you're having like a, why am I talking so much? Listen to that. Yeah. And then just hold back a little bit. Let them talk. Yeah. 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 And then really, yeah. It's I, hard. I, this is ugh. a hard one. <laughs> we, we fucking say too much. So it's like, I feel you, girl. But you got to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like I said, in a relationship, you got to trust. You can't not have trust in your next partner just because of what your ex did to you. Oh, I did it to ever. I tortured him. Tortured him. Tortured. And he passed all the tests, but I did it because I was so judging from the past. past. And I realized, and I know it's not healthy, but I did it because of how I felt. So I under, that's what I'm saying. I'm getting very emotional because I feel like so much of what she wrote is my life, you know? But I definitely, I think, again, just go with your gut. Yeah. I think you'll know person by person. If you're like, if you're holding back, you're like, oh, I really want to like vent to this person and it feels right, then just do it. Yeah. I agree. Because life is short. Yeah. 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 And if you feel like somebody's really close to you and you feel like you can like talk to them and you really want to, then, then do it. I wouldn't stop just because of what you went through in your past, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Break up or break? Hmm. Hi, Jerry and Alyssa. I need some advice or I guess an additional opinion. My boyfriend and I dated for two and a half years and he recently broke up with me out of nowhere. And when I say nowhere, I mean we were texting and sexting all through the week leading up to that day. I'm confused and lost, yet I feel like I'm handling this oddly well and that I may be holding out too much hope that our relationship isn't actually over. Mm. To give you a bit of background, we have been together since the beginning of 2018 and we were close, but we have always been very good always had very good boundaries with one another. I am a social worker and I have worked with many individuals who are in toxic relationships, which has led me to be very cautious. We never moved in with one another and we generally had sleepovers once or twice weekly despite living less than 15 minutes apart. He was so many of my firsts, and all of them were so great. We met each other's families, went to weddings together, traveled across the country together, and went to many work events together. When the pandemic hit, our relationship had to become more distant, as he works an office job and was working from home, while I am an essential worker and work with many work with many families and children from various places across several several countries in our state and don't have the option to be quarantined. 
I believe he saw me as a risk as the pandemic had, had a big effect on him and his mental health. He made it clear that he wanted to follow the rules and social distance accordingly and was clearly afraid of the virus. I don't blame him. That being said, we only saw each other a couple of times since the virus hit the state's since the virus hit the States, and ultimately, I feel this is what led to our separation. Without intimacy and quality time, which is a major part of our each of our love languages, I will admit that it was hard. I do also think all the stories that I brought home from work may have stressed him to as trust him too, as everything going on in the world really seems to be bringing him down. I know he thought that his bad days were invalid because my days were always much more chaotic on a whole nother level, which I told him over and over was not true. I always cared about how bad his day was and I never felt it was irrelevant simply because it was a different context. I love him so much and our breakup was very mature, so I find it hard to believe that it is actually over. We have express, expressed gratitude for one another and reflected on the old times. This was very recent and part of me thinks that I'm probably in denial, but I guess I just don't know. They tell you that when you meet the one you know, but when you don't have anything to compare it to, I think that's hard because I really do think this is the one. Many people in my family married their first loves, which is something that I set as a goal for myself and will be torn apart if I find out that it is not not the case for me. I do realize that this is an unrealistic ex- expectation for myself, but it's so hard to avoid. How do I know if this is the end or if his mental health was pushing him to break down every piece of his life? How do I know that he wasn't simply trying to give himself more room to breathe as the world came down around him? While while I am very hurt by the separation, my reaction was initially to freeze and ask minimal questions. He, on the other, cried. We both told each other that we love each other several times during the breakup call, which confuses me even more. We agreed to be friends, but I don't know what that really means. What are the chances that he will come back? Will I sit waiting for months or longer for something that's not meant to be? I imagined myself marrying this man, having children with him, moving to his home state, and supporting him every step of the way, just like we always did for one another. COVID-19 and this year has tested every part of my life, and I just wish I could know when it would end. Same girl. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Sorry, it's so long. Sarah. Woo! This is hard because part of me says, like, just ask him. But also, like, he's emotionally not there, so he won't know the answer. You know, like... My initial reaction was to sit down and have another conversation with him and get answers because it seems like you want to know, like... Is this a break or is it a breakup? Literally, your subject line. Like, you want to know. Is this a break or is it a breakup? Like, are you done forever? I, I don't think that that's a bad question to ask, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see anything wrong with being like, is this forever or you just want to take a break? Like, I need to know. Yeah. Because I feel like he might, he would have that answer. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I do agree with Liz that you can just say, hey, break or break up. Mm -hmm. I also think that you should kind of keep doing your life and moving forward. And if it's meant to be, it'll come back to you. Like I'm I'm a big believer in that. Um, So to sit around wondering and thinking, uh, I wouldn't do. So maybe ask and move on. And, you know, once he clears the shit with what he's going on mentally, you know, maybe it'll come back and it'll be. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a conversation, ask him. And even, but that's what I'm saying. So even if he was cut and dry and go, no, I mean, it's for good. We're breaking up for good. I never want to be part of this. You never know if eventually he's like, 
damn, I really do want to be part of that, you know? So I would maybe have a conversation to give you a little um, room to move on with your life, you know, and maybe a little clarity. But I don't think words are going to make it definite or indefinite either way. Because he's so confused. Because he's so confused. Because of yeah. all the I love you's. Because of all the gratitude and appreciation and everything else. I and think let's he be just friends. Needs, yeah, yeah. I definitely think he just needs a break mentally to get himself in a better situation. And mm. understandably, like she said, like intimacy is a huge part of a relationship. And if you're not having that since all of this has been going on, I mean, that's a huge factor also. It could also be like separating each other thoughts you get your shit together you realize hey this isn't the path i want to go down that could be it too that could be a listen i really love you but this isn't the path i want to go down um i i agree i agree with Liz. have a conversation hey is this breakup or just you know i mean i would want the answer yeah like i feel for you right now yeah i'm like i would want to know Absolutely. Because his head was so scrambled. Yeah. But because he's so scrambled, because of the whole situation, I don't know even if he gave her an answer, if it would be uh, definitive. Like, I don't know Uh if it would help. Right. Because I I still think because of all the emotional feelings that it was, I think even if he gave her a definitive answer, I think because of all the feelings and the emotions, I don't think it's going to matter. Yeah, that's true. I also think, too, like, COVID has, like, tested a lot of relationships. And it's like, you want somebody that can go through thick and thin with you. You know what I mean? Like, on the other hand, it's like, if he can't go through something so stressful on your relationship, then it's like, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. You want somebody that's like, fucking ride or die, babe, anything. Let's yep. go through it all. Let's do it all Let's together. Let's fucking separate for fucking five months and we'll be back together again. Stronger than ever. Right. Stronger than before. Absolutely. So if he can't handle it, it's like... How strong is his Yeah, because love. we've said distance really tru- truly does. Distance makes it's the heart grow fonder, you, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I think he has a lot going on that he needs to, yeah. you know, settle for himself. I think it's interesting that you're a social worker and you messaged us. Yeah. It's like you think like they can navigate it on their own. They can navigate other people's lives. Other people, yeah. right. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That is crazy. I wish you the best. We do. And I think at the end of the day, you'll know what's best for you. But in my opinion, I would fucking ask because I would just need to know. It would drive me crazy. Okay. Hi. Relationship sex-ish question. Sex-ish. Okay. Question time. I am a virgin. LDS member. Is that like? LDS is Mormon. Okay. So I'm having my I'm saving myself until marriage. I told a friend who isn't LDS that I wanted to wait until I married, and she said no guy would want me to be a virgin. Oh my god! What do you think? I tried to do something sexual, and I was uncomfortable the whole time, and immediately blocked the guy on everything. And after we drove around trying to find a quote unquote place, I don't think I could ever do it until I'm married. Do you think I won't be able to find a guy? That would love me for being a virgin. Um, that's that's the end. That's the end. Just do whatever's best for you. Yeah, you'll find somebody. There's somebody for everybody. There's always somebody. How many for millions everybody. of people are in the world? Think of how many men are holding themselves for marriage yeah. too. I mean, 
You'll find one. Your friend, whatever. Tell, tell her to take her advice and like shove it up her ass. I mean, <laughs> honestly, nobody's ever going to wait for you. Nobody's going to ever want to marry a virgin. You don't know that. There's plenty of people that want that. That want that. that. Want a girl that Especially is a virgin. Especially if you find somebody within your own, you mm-hmm. know, the Mormon or, you know, tell your friend to go kiss it. I will never understand why people care what other people do with their body. That's, I just don't fucking understand Like, it. why the fuck would somebody else care if you have a dick in you or not? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Who Listen, cares? Alyssa, I don't know. Just do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Somebody Save else's opinion yourself. doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. Save yourself. Do what you want. Don't listen to your friend. Tell her to shove it up her ass crack. Up <laughs> her ass crack. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Daddy issues. Not the fun kind. Oh, okay. Hey guys, I love listening to your podcast. I just want to say that a few weeks ago, I sort of fell behind in episodes, so I skipped a few. And just in those few episodes, I noticed so much growth in your podcast. And I was surprised by how exponentially better the podcast got after missing a couple of episodes. You're doing great. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Anyhow, now on to the drama. So basically, my relationship with my father has always been very rocky and hard. When my parents got divorced, it was much worse. It has come to the point that honestly, I would prefer to have a distant relationship with my father. However, that's not what he wants. He, in his sort of way, does try to make it better. We're just so different. It's so hard. I have so much resentment towards him that even though I do want to try and have a better relationship with him, whenever I try, I feel fake as if I'm trying to pretend that we're best buddies. So far, faking it till you make it does not work for me, lol. Talking about it to him has also is also not really an option because every time I try, he plays the victim card and um and i'm either a monster or it's all my mother's fault i don't believe you can place the blame on a third party whenever a two-person relationship isn't working Mm -hmm. i do want to make clear that my father is in no way a monster he has just let me down various times and is not the father that i'd hope he was we're too different i also tend to have the hard the hard personality of if it's not exactly what i want then i don't want it at all exaggerated but i do want to acknowledge that there is me to blame too it is something that i try to work with i believe my father deserves me to try even though i often sadly question if i truly love him or i'm just trying to love him because he's my father i just don't know what to do i try to accept things as they are but it's so hard for me to get over all the times he's had me down so i guess the biggest question is how do you get over resentment time hasn't seemed to work it's just made the resentment grow deeper and deeper thank you for your input guys in behalf of the agamil fam we truly appreciate you All right, so here's my thing. Just because you have his DNA doesn't mean you need to have that relationship. I agree. You're trying to force something that's not coming naturally to you. And I think because you're trying to force it and put that fake smile, I think you're making it worse. You know, I think you're making that resentment more. If you really want to try to heal your relationship and stop the resentment, I think you need to have a, be able to have a conversation with him and say, listen, dad, I love you for being my dad, but I need to say some shit. And I think you need to address what it was, what you expected of him, what you wanted from him and be able to say it and then let him take that as he wants, you know, whether he's Maybe it's, you know, maybe he'll be like, holy shit, wow, I really did let you down as a dad. Let me try to fix it now. Or maybe he'll go into the, well, you know, your mother, 
And you know? that's your answer. And then that's your answer. But if he's not going to hear what you need to say, then I think you just should stop saying it and move on. You know, I don't think you should keep try a surface to keep, level. Yeah, I don't think it doesn't have to, to be to a force. deep, deep yeah, connection. That's what I'm saying you don't need to force a relationship. Um, if it comes natural, it comes natural. And I feel like you're trying, and he's not. So. And he's putting the blame on somebody else mm. rather than himself. So I would just keep it surface level. You don't have to like, yeah, literally just like what Jerry said, like don't force a deep connection if it's not there. Cause then, yeah, it's just not going to be a good connection at all. And look at, look at, you're saying it's not a good connection. Mm-hmm. So she also said though, that she has, uh, if it's not exactly what I want, then I don't want it all personality. And I think that's a little hard too, because not everybody is going to be, fit into a mold of what you call for like perfection. Like mm-hmm. not everybody's going to be your, what you expect them to be. And I think that might be part of the problem too. You know, like nobody's going to be perfect. And I think you need to maybe like not. Um, Don't have such high expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because not everybody's going to fit into what your ideology of being, yeah. you know. I mean, listen, being a dad, there's certain things that he should have definitely done that maybe he didn't do. But, like, I don't know what she means by that. If it's not exactly not what she wants, she don't want it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, Because how are like, you going to find, like, a partner in life? Yeah, like, you're like, never going to be exact. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, nothing is ever going to be exact. Mm-hmm. But... If it's the key things that she's looking for that he right. doesn't have, like I, I understand and I respect right. that, but I think you definitely need to have a con- serious conversation. Like, no shit. Dad, stop pulling the fucking victim card. Stop playing the blame game. Can we have a conversation? Listen, I actually resent you because of X, Y, and Z. Can Is that something that you're willing to work on? Talk to me about. If not, okay. Can you then. own up to it? Can you apologize for it? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Will yeah. you own up to it or are you just going to push it under the carpet? But I definitely think have a conversation. And even if you have to address it just like that, listen, stop with the bullshit blame game. I need to get this off my chest. And maybe you'll feel better. And even if nothing is resolved and he goes back to being the person he was, at least you don't have it in you. And then you'll know that there's nothing there, you know? Mm-hmm. I think you hit the nail on the head. I have nothing else to say. Mm. We wish you the best. We do wish you the best. Oh, perfect. This one's perfect for you. Oh, because it's nice and short. And it's spaced out. Dear Alyssa and Jerry, sorry for the long email, (laughs) but I need advice. My name is Libby, and I'm from Delaware, about a four-hour drive from New York. Anyway, my problem is I've been with my son's dad for three years, and we just split up in December. Well, I'm having a really hard time moving on. He had no problem. He's now been in a relationship for seven months since I left, and he got his new girlfriend pregnant. The kicker is, he's been lying to her since they've been together. He told her when we broke up in December that we broke up, we had been broke up for a while. And don't judge me, but we've even hooked up. And I'm guilty because I love him and I let him give in to me. I want to let him go and co-parent and let them be happy and move on. I guess I'm a little jealous and a little lost. He tells me he loves me all the time and he is still a great dad to our son. I just find myself comparing other guys to him when I'm talking to them. And it always makes me think, oh, no, I don't want that. I just can't seem to move on. Like, how could he move on so fast? We were so in love, and I'm still grieving. How do I move on? Why'd you break up? 
And who broke up with who? No, why are you still sleeping with him when he has now a new girl? And I mean, I'm sorry, but that's wrong. She said since I left. So she's the one that ended the relationship. Okay, so you... So you should not be going back to him and sleeping with him when he has a new woman. Because you're the one that decided to end it. And it's not, it's not right. That's not yeah, right in any sense. Pregnant. But And she's pregnant. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of... And let me just give you... Um, oof. She's about to get real. <laughs> no, I get so fucking emotional because everything gets so relatable to me. Okay. I love hard, right? I love people. I love them hard. I love them deeply. I give them my all, right? I was in your shoes. Both of my exes both had other women, you know? And I felt the same way you did. Like, how the fuck can you do this? We were so in love. We had this. We had kids. We had whatever. How can you do this? And the only thing I can say to you is... Let it go because you absolutely deserve better. You don't deserve to be in love with somebody who is not in love with you, A, even though he says he is, because if he was in love with you, he wouldn't be having another girl, having another girl who's pregnant, and then still sleeping with you on the side. He's just dirty. Get out of the triangle. And yeah, you absolutely positively deserve better. And the way you get over it, it's just that. Love yourself enough to say, hey, I deserve better than to be just a side piece. And don't, you know? don't, you don't, you wouldn't want a woman doing that to your new family. So don't do it to them. Yeah. And, he, uh, and, and not and, to and, just to blame you, because he's to blame too. He shouldn't be fucking oh, sleeping with you either. Yeah, because he's playing the game. I Ugh. know exactly how it is. He's like, yeah. oh, honey, I love you so much. Ugh. And then she loved, because she still loves him with all her heart, she's falling into it. Move on. So I'm sorry if I sounded like a little bit of a bitch before, but don't do that because no. he's definitely playing you and he's playing the other girl. So I think be the better person. You're trying to hold on by a string. And then the other thing, when you're talking to other people, never fucking compare because no two people are the same. Yeah. So don't look at another boy that you're potentially talking to and go, well, he doesn't equal up or he's not. He's your ex for a reason. Exactly. You don't want somebody else like him. Exactly. So move on. Bigger and better. You deserve it. Your child's son, your son, son, right? Yeah. Three year old son. Um, Your son deserves better, too. You know? Because mm-hmm. happy mom, happy kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah. He won't marry me. Oh, Jesus. Seems to be a theme today. First of all, I just want to say I love you guys so much. Your relationship reminds me of me and my mother-in-law. And I. I think that's what she meant to say. She put mother in love. <laughs> okay. Ah. Now let's get into it. I, I mean, need I love some... you, Liz. <laughs> love you. Now I need some advice. My boyfriend and I have been together for 10 years now and have a nine-year-old and we're still not married. He is 28 and I'm 27 and he had stated that we'd get married once we bought our first house. Mm-hmm. It has now been almost a year in September since we bought our house and anytime I ask, he just avoids the subject. Am I being crazy or does he just not want to marry me? I have had very bad anxiety and worry about everything. I'm sorry. This was long and all over the place. I love you. (laughs) It wasn't long and it wasn't all over the place. (laughs) Two sentences. I know. I live in Oklahoma and hope I get to come to New York and meet you one day. Here's photos, photos of my family. Love you guys. 
Um, you know, my first initial thought was like, he's got commitment issues, but also you guys have a kid and that's like the biggest commitment of everything. He has a kid and they're together. They bought a house. Like to me, like what? Why is he avoiding it? It, it, Maybe he's planning it and he doesn't want to answer any questions. I mean, that's very high hopes. I'm sorry. Every single time she tries to talk about it, like he avoids it. Yeah. So maybe he's in the process of planning Mm. and he doesn't want to answer any questions. I don't know. I'm giving know. him the benefit of the doubt. Listen, I, I would go talk to my mother-in-law and be like, yo, what's the deal with your son? Why ain't he proposing to We're me? We're together for 10 years. We have a house together. We have a nine-year-old daughter together. What the fuck? Am mm-hmm. I crazy? Is there something I don't know about? Yeah, maybe she feels like she's like, I want to feel like solidified. Like you want to Absolutely, and me. I don't blame her. Even though I don't think you need to be married no, to have all that. No, but he said that, that they, he wanted to get married. Right. So that's, see, and that's the thing, because I know we've talked about that. I don't think you need a piece of paper no. to solidify a relationship. But if that is important to her, and it's something that he said that would happen, that's where my issue it's comes in. It's not like in. he's like, I don't really think it's important. Like, let's settle in with life. Like, we'll do it later in life. Like, that's not what he said. He was like, yeah, let's get our house first. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, like, a year. Okay, yeah. Not Nothing? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. I don't know. You need I to definitely... be like, sit him down and look look in his face and be like, stop avoiding my question. Yeah. What's going on? Fucking, don't I deserve it? Yeah. What's going on? Like, we have a house. And we if he looks away, be like... Look back at me. Hold What's his going head. on? Hold his head. <laughs> yeah. You guys are like staring at each other right now. It's like, <laughs> like this is look how you in do my it. eyes. <laughs> look in my eyes. Tell me what it is. What what? It what does is- that mean? He avoids the subject. What does that mean? He just changes the topic and then you guys just move on. Like no, like, hey, Liz, motherfucker, I'm talking are we, to you. Are we gonna get married? Well, how about what about the cat litter? Y- yeah, I mean, we can clean that afterward. But are we but gonna I think get married? That the sink might be full. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it really like that? Like, how- I don't get that. <laughs> Like, oh, maybe she okay. like shuts okay. him down. Let's be a little bit less like black and white. He probably is more like, yeah, baby, don't worry. Like, I got it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, but okay, you know don't what? worry. But but we have a nine-year-old daughter. Don't you think she deserves? And didn't you tell me that in one year I mean, we would get married? Year, like, I really just, no, it, no, look at me. Stay focused. Is there something pay, holding you back? Like, pay attention. Is there something? Yeah. I would love to have an open conversation about it. But you need to open up to me. Like, yeah. what is it? Why are you avoiding this? You can tell me anything. Baby love. I've been here. We have a child. This is our, this is our acting. <laughs> Do you guys like it? <laughs> like, seriously. Like, to me, I just don't get that. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't so get the I, avoiding I, questions thing. Yeah. I, like, if Zane did that, I'd be like, what the fuck, motherfucker? Answer just my answer fucking my question. Answer my motherfucking question. And then yeah. let's move on from it. You know? Like, yeah. Is it deeper? Is it something he's trying to avoid? Is there a money problem? Because... I know. I think I've said this before. My uncle, who I used to love and adore. I mean, I do love and adore him. We just have issues. But he never winded up having children. And it could have been something on a deeper level. But he always blamed it on, I want to make sure I have a house first. I want to make sure I clear up my debt first. And now they're in their 60s. And they have no kids. And I feel bad for them because why wait? So it's the same thing here. Why is he waiting? Is it because he's in debt? Is it because he wants to buy you a big fancy ring? Is it because there's a commitment issue? Like, I don't know. Is there somebody else? To me, if you're in a relationship for 10 years, you have a nine-year-old daughter together. You just bought a house together. There, like commitment to me doesn't seem to be the problem. Like I right. don't know what the problem right. is. Like but having a child is way more of a commitment yeah. than a divorce. Than a sorry, a divorce <laughs> than a marriage. Paper. But I mean, even if you had a, if you had a baby, right? You got pregnant. You had a baby. You're living separate. They bought a house. 
That's a 30-year mortgage commitment. You bought a house together. The child, you have to see each other no matter what. Like, a just, marriage, what you can get divorced and never see each other it. again. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like a marriage, you can get divorced and you don't ever have to see each other. But like a kid, it's like you're always in each other's life forever, no matter what. So that's a bigger commitment. So there's no commitment issue. Uh, yeah. I, I, there's I, something else, though. Girl, I do not know. You need to dig deeper. Get your <sighs> shovel out. Like, what the fuck more can you give a man? You know? This wet-ass pussy. Oh, dear Alyssa. <laughs> dear Alyssa. I want to uh, spit. I want to choke. I wanna... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that song. Your mom listens, Alyssa. Hi, mom. You'll be okay. <laughs> You've never had sex before. I was going to say, she probably... She wants to gag. She wants to choke. <laughs> she wants... She wants him to play with that thing. I want you to touch dad. <laughs> swing in the back of my throat. Amory, do you want him to park his Big Mac truck in Okay, your we garage? don't have to talk about my dad, though. Like, oh, let's pretend, oh, let's pretend it's not mom. Let's pretend it's not him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What's popping, girlies? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I want to start by telling you, ladies, how much I love you. I work in pediatric... Medical billing, so wow. sitting in my cubicle with y'all in my earbuds makes my day smoother. Aww. Gives me a good laugh when I need it, especially with all this COVID stuff. We love a good laugh. We do. Laughter is the best medicine. Sound <laughs> <laughs> like an old Nancy. <laughs> Laughter is the best medicine. Who <laughs> came up with that? I don't know. <laughs> I know something else we have to do, too. What? I want to hear Karen's stories. <gasps> We've talked about it. Yeah. Remember, we were like, oh, maybe we should do that. And now somebody just mentioned it in the group, too. I definitely think. People, send in your Karen stories. We want to hear them. We'll post it in, we'll post it in the group. Yeah. So people email. Yeah. Love I'm that. sorry. I was like mid, mid-email. That's okay. It was okay. my fault. I interrupted you. Anyways, I need some advice. This one's a long one. I'm going to try to give you as much detail as I can without losing you. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been together for eight years. He's 25. I'm 24. We have lived together for a little over six years. Wow. Okay. As soon as I graduated high school, we moved to his hometown and started living out, started our lives together. We have been through so much since then. We talk about having kids. We have talked to... Oh God, I'm sorry. I was doing good. We oh, have, damn it. I gave you this one on accident. No, no, that's okay. It's okay. That's okay. I'm going to do this. We've talked about having kids for a long time, and it just hadn't happened for me. I was diagnosed with anxiety and chronic depression since I was 14, so my mental health has always played a part in me trying to conceive and all the doctors I've gone to have told me my mind is stronger than I than I think and literally have nothing physically wrong with me. I just stress too much that my period becomes irregular and messes up my ovulation cycle. I am going to tell you 1 billion percent that that's true. Of course. Uh, you know, stress and, messes with your period. Yeah, yeah, and then the more you worry about it, the more you stress that going to be. Yeah, it's it's a yep. vicious cycle so you really have to just Relax. No, I don't know. Not think about it. Not try. I'm sorry. I'm getting off on a tangent here. Okay. As of about two years ago, we rekindled relationship with my boyfriend's dad's side of the family since a lot of them were Jehovah Witnesses and they really weren't allowed. We, they weren't really allowed to hang around us, especially living together and not married. So now that they have become, so now that they have been out of my religion a while, we started hanging out with them and have had bad influences on my boyfriend. My boyfriend has only been with me his whole life, like sexually, and his family started to convince him he needed to explore other girls. Wow. 
That's a fucked up family. Sorry. Um, mind you, they all have like two babies, mamas, or daddies apiece. Oh. <laughs> they explored. They explored, all right. And these are religious people. Well, now uh, they're out of their religion, she's saying. So now they're like one extreme to the other. My boyfriend told me last year he wanted a break. So I said, okay. I wasn't happy about it, but I wasn't going to fight over it because I knew his cousin had convinced him. But I told him I was going to move back home with my mom and I wasn't going to be in the same house in that situation. He changed his mind. He quit his good-paying job because he had the FOMO of family events and vacations. We argued about that because we live in San Diego. It's so fucking expensive, and I don't think I was able to afford it on my check alone. My mental health got really bad. I gained a lot of weight, and we started arguing over everything. We ended up making it work money-wise, and he wanted to become a streamer. Uh, you know, video games, which was working a little bit, maybe $100 every two weeks, which, which was not bad for someone with like a thousand inconsistent followers. I was trying to support him because at the end of the day, I knew how much he hated his job and he was always saying he doesn't want to work and be unhappy and then die, which I completely understood because I love my job and I want him to, I don't want him to be in a position of regret. Anyway, one night I was getting sick of asking what's going on and he comes clean and tells me about talking to a girl online. There was no signs or nothing. I just knew he never met her or anything. She lives in another state. He was working I'm sorry. He was always playing so much, never spending time with me, and he was calling it the grind. Uh huh. While I was working and going to bed early to get up and go for work, he was be talking to her. He said they were having a lot of problems, and like she made he sh- like they said they were. Yeah, they okay. were. Okay. He said we were having a lot of problems. Sorry, and that she made him feel good. Oh. I'm sure she did. Uh, All of our problems were due to him quitting his job. It led to financial issues, and then I would ask him to clean the house since he was staying all day, and he wouldn't, and he would then ask me what's for dinner or if I could wash his clothes. Uh. Again, I'm the one working 40, 50 hours a week, and he's home. So, of course, we would argue. Whatever he got, whatever. He got a... He got over it, moved on, but I still have trust issues, and obviously my mental health grew worse. He grew up without his mom and his dad and in his life, and he had maids and nannies while living with his grandparents. So I understand he didn't have to do these things like cooking, cleaning, but like he's an adult, and he's been through a lot in his life. So I've always tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm over it. But... Fast forward, he gets fast forward, he gets a job working since December 2019. Things have been looking up and we moved to Arizona to start afresh and save more money to buy a house in California. His family is trying to convince him to stay. I love his family and we get along, but we do disagree a lot about moral and political issues, which lead to arguments a lot because they are always drinking. I usually try to stay quiet, but that voice inside my head says stick up for yourself and my boyfriend never backs me up. They're Trump supporters. They're against BLM and they love bumping R. Kelly because they know it bothers me. I'm also half black and they say things like, thank God you got the good hair. Or at least you're not the ghetto black, loud black girl. I can't do this on this. I argue with them because I'm standing up for myself and my boyfriend never backs me up. He says that he shouldn't have to defend things. I say if I feel like I need a I need backup, I shouldn't say it. I don't want to just stop talking to his family because I know that would bother him or 
And trust me, I've tried saying, let's not talk about those things, but it always gets brought up. Our relationship is okay right now, but it's not what it was a few years ago. I feel like it's been falling apart. What do you guys think? Can this be salvaged, moving away from them and starting fresh, or do I need to call it quits now before the big move? I don't... I can't do this much longer. I want to get in a good headspace and I want a baby and I want to live happily ever after with him, but I can't if it continues this way. FYI, we are not only moving because of family issues, but because it's too expensive to live here and to try to buy a house. But leaving the family for a while is almost like a bonus. Be brutally honest with me. I can take it. I think I need it. And the sex is amazing if that accounts for anything. LOL. Okay, bye. I attached some pictures. Um, this one's from our first date. Okay. Um, there is way too many fucking red flags. They're becoming the rainbow. And I think you need to just, I need you to just start over. You need to peace out, Girl Scout. Absolutely. I don't know how you were able to stay in as long as you did. And it's like, even though he's not saying things to you, like the fact that he's not sticking sticking up up for you is just as worse. It's just as worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I think That's there's like nothing more condoning. to be said. He's condoning them to talk to her like that. No. And I'm sorry that I couldn't finish it, but it really fucking pisses me off. Yeah, there's nothing more to be said other than you absolutely deserve better and you absolutely should move on. Like, that's it. Absolutely. Bottom line. Like, absolutely. Like, there's nothing else to explore here. Like, we're being brutally honest. Like, I genuinely think that you need to start over. And you're fucking beautiful. Which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing to start over. Like, think about how beautiful that can be. You don't deserve all this tanglement. I don't mean just... Financially, emotionally, mentally, mm. you need somebody who's gonna. He was talking be, to somebody else. Ugh. There's so oh, many. There's too many oh. red flags. That, just way too many. Way too fucking way too many. many. And you fucking quit, deserve just quit better. Quit his good paying job. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck? So yeah, I'm just gonna go like explore other girls. Okay. Oh wait, no, no I changed my mind. Oh, get uh, the fuck out of here. No. You want us to be brutal, brutally honest? You deserve a billion fucking percent better. And listen, if any of you guys are listening and you're like, oh shit, I think that's in my relationship. Get get the fuck out. Use this as your fucking out. out, please. Listen, get that's out. It. Nobody is a perfect match. There's not a perfect soul. But if somebody... You gotta draw the line if, sometimes. Yes. And this is that line. Yeah. Absolutely not supported. I will never support people who are ignorant yeah. Oh. No, no, no. No, no, no. You deserve so much better. And if any of you listening know you deserve better, then fucking do it and stop letting yourself put up with that shit because you fucking deserve better, okay? Okay. Thank you all for listening to Agamil. God damn it, today was a hard one, but we love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. Not every week can be sex, okay? You guys, like, get over it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Although I came down the, the, the stairs this morning, Alyssa was like, sex? Sex? So we have to do sex episode today, right? No, definitely next time we'll do some sex. Keep it a little more lighthearted. But um, we love you all so much. We hope you found some insight in today's episode. Um, Thank you all for sending your emails. It really means a lot to us. And if you haven't sent one or you want to send another one, make sure you send it to our email. That's agamilpodcast at gmail.com. You can send anything. Relationship advice, friendship advice, sex, embarrassing sex. Karen stories. Fun sex, bad sex. Work stories. Listen, Alyssa's all all about fucking sex. This horny bitch. I'll, I'll leave. You guys can go get your shit on. <laughs> no, but yeah, um, we want to hear your funny Karen stories. Like, what we mean by that. Sorry if you're named Karen. We love you so much. It's we just do a love joke. You so much. Um, like, if you've ever had a run in with, like, a wa- I want to speak to the manager kind of person. <laughs> Did you see that comment? What? It's like, why? Have you never asked to speak to the manager? <laughs> it's like, no, not like that, you know? <laughs> 
I, I think I think I did see what you were saying. So, anyways, yeah, send those funny stories. We want to hear them. Um, send your like cashier stories. We love those as well. We'd love to do another episode. Um, and yeah, so if you want to keep up with us, again, follow us on Instagram. That's just at Agamil. Our personals are on there as well. And make sure you shop our merch. Our masks are fucking comfy. So our t-shirts, our hoodies, teespring.com slash Agamil. We love you all so fucking much. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, okay love you. Bye. bye.